and welcome to the Classified Cheat Codes Podcast, your source for the newest news in gaming. Also, your source for random uh, banter about gaming world news, whatever. World news. Maybe I should, maybe I should call it world news. Ga- your source for gaming world news, which is kind of... Was that narcissistic or something where it's like you pretend like the U.S. is the center of the world on gaming? So I just pretend like American gaming news is world gaming news? Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay, well, I am your host, Josiah. And I'm Hill House. And we are about to bring it. Um, bring it, Ed. So the, <laughs> this week in gaming was... Last week, I'll, I'll recap last week a little bit in the sense that we talked a lot about the coronavirus yeah. and the effects that it's probably going to have on just the whole industry of gaming. It's oh, yeah. either going to sh- shut down or slowly dwindle, but at the same time, the user base is going to increase while people are quarantined. Yeah. Um, and we'll see that in the news. There's a lot of news stories that will kind of hearken that, but um, this week... Um, if you know anything about us in our personal lives, we both work in retail, so we don't have the benefit of being quarantined. So our gaming lifestyles are probably about the same, <laughs> if not a little worse. We've been putting in if a not, lot of hours, a lot right? Of hours. If not much less than normal. So yeah, we uh, it, it's painful in a way. Like I can't complain that I have a job because it's great to pay bills. But when I go onto Twitter and see that like all of my peers are like playing all day long, yeah, <laughs> it's like wow, that must be nice. Well, but it's a straight time, kick in the nuts, bro. It's a straight right, kick in the nuts, right? But it, it it it's the the kick that's in the nuts is like in reverse. It's throwing out money. So that's true. That's true. <laughs> I so can't complain about the for getting kicked in the nuts. Is what it is. Kind of. So oh, if you then want I guess to relieve us reverse. from this hell that we're in. Please give to the Hillhouse and Josiah Need to Be Quarantined Foundation. Uh, we're going to have a, a link. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's our own fuck. it's I'm our own fuck. Animal Crossing island in <laughs> yes, real life, funded by our quarantine desire. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this week I did not play many new games, but actually for most weeks, I guess I actually kind of did because there's plenty of weeks where I don't play anything new. So um, Overwatch had the, um, what's it called? The Archives event start, which doesn't have any new real content. But at the same time, it kind of does. It has this new missions thing in it that is kind of like really ridiculous challenges. And I actually kind of appreciate that. And I kind of wish they did it more. And um, all I can think of is it's kind of a mixture of ideas from their uh, testing experimentation mode that they had for a while that mixed with the workshop. So it's kind of like, what if you had these requirements or these parameters and see if you could beat it with that. And that that's interesting rather than before the missions on the archive events were all about, you know, beginner, hard expert, you know, whatever legendary. So it was just more ridiculous as it went up. That wasn't as interesting as these, because these are a lot more colorful in the sense of, I agree. They bring yeah. a lot more to the table. So I do it's appreciate It's a way better that. way of approaching that. Yes, yes. I like this change that they've done to it. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it would be cool if they had a new story, but we already knew from back at Thanksgiving or mm-hmm. back at BlizzCon, they said there was not going to be a new uh, archives thing because they would be focusing on Overwatch 2. So yeah, we've however, known Echo, about this. Echo is on the way, though. Right. Echo is really close because they Echo already did the developer the update. Yeah. Um, we're... <laughs> A lot of people are 
they're not raging, but they are laughing at the fact that it's a damage hero when the number one problem with Overwatch yes. right now is everyone's queuing as DPS. So. I was I was thinking about that though the other day. And but what what that kind of smells like to me is yes, they're throwing another damage hero out, but at the same time they've been talking about the whole balancing thing and how there's an issue with that. So I wonder, right. I wonder if this pool of OP damage characters are going to get nerfed quite a bit. Right. And this is one, it's not even nerfing because people are going to keep wanting to play damage oh, even yeah. if they're weak. And so if the queuing is the issue, I'm still wondering if maybe they're going to start making competitive three damage, two tanks, one healer. And then you know how they already have the the that hero pool sense, where they where they take out heroes and some heroes are not playable. Mm-hmm. Um I'm wondering if they can also, in the same amount of time, um, like one week it's two tank, one healer, and then the next week it's two healer, one tank, and you have to adapt to these different type of comps. Yeah. But it's still it's still roll locked. Um, but the only issue with that is if it ever, if you ever actually let it roll dice to see how many people played each roll, you would never want it to be one damage because you would never be able to queue for it. Oh, you wouldn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're absolutely um, right. Because two's bad enough, but what I'm describing would only work if it was almost always three damage. Um, but at the same time, like what you're talking about, the rebalancing is if you did change it to three damage, you would have to make damage heroes mm-hmm. slightly beefier and a lot less damage coming out of them. Unless... You know? Unless you made the healers beefier. If you yeah, made yeah, the healers beefier, that, yeah. then I think that you'd be you'd be okay with that. I mean, um, and speaking of I, that whole thing that they were doing in comp where they're taking out heroes like they do in Paladins, except it's automatic. I love it, dude. I, I've been playing with it, and I absolutely love it. I think it's a cool way to do it. Uh, I think it's fair. It's it's From what I understand, it's completely random. So, yeah, yeah, I, I'm digging it. I, I think it's cool, but uh, I know a lot of people are raging about it, though. <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's really good because it makes you play other heroes. I it does. That. It really it also does. destroys. It destroys there ever being a goat comp where it is the characters you have to play. Um, so that's really cool about that. The other thing is, um, I think Jeff once mentioned that healers could be beefier it was something that they were throwing around the idea that they could have a bigger amount of health the only problem with the bigger amount of health actually that isn't a problem because if you have one healer you want them to be beefier because i was going to say it means they can't get one shot by widow or hook and hook and meleeed by um hog but if you had one healer i don't think either side would want that to be a possibility because even though it'd be cool to destroy their one healer in a second mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's so broken <laughs> you need to give them a chance to possibly even self-heal uh maybe a, a small ability that gives them a little bit of self-heal to get out of those situations you have to give them some sort of a chance if it's going to be single healer two tank three damage then you have to buff up the healer somehow i mean you yeah you, it just makes sense because there's otherwise there's you're just going to get squished out it. every time right so 
either you could beef up the healers <laughs> and that's it. Or you could like half beat up beast. Hello, oh my gosh. You could half beef up the healer and then make the shields better. But I think people yeah. have hated these ridiculous shield comps so much that I, I don't think anyone wants the shields touched. Oh yeah. From a positive perspective. I, I, um, I play a lot of shields. I mean, you know, and you were, you were just talking about that Q, the Q problem, you know, damage, but for people like yeah. you and me who play mostly tank and heals, I mean, that's pretty much 80% of what we play on Overwatch, if you think about it. Um, right. You know, we have no problem getting into a game, but I do see where, you know, you're talking about where they could end up causing problems. But uh, as far as yeah. the uh, uh, the shield thing, you know, it's just like uh, the other day, I was playing a lot on PC and I figured out a, a technique and I even whispered it over to the guy who was playing um, Reinhardt. I said, if we leapfrog, Meaning you use yours, I'll throw mine out, you let yours recharge, you use yours, I throw mine out, and we kept doing that, and we, we were playing in Hollywood, and you know that first section where they're coming at you from the theater, and then you also have the stairs to the right. right. Well, we both laid down our shield to where we could shoot to the left in the road, and we could also shoot up the, up the stairs, and we choked the shit out of them. It worked like right. a dream. But, it, yeah, I could, you know... Beefing up the the shields, I think, would be. I think that would be a mistake. That would be a huge <laughs> mistake. And I'm a big shield player. I love it. Would I like to see it personally, just because maybe for a week, so I could <laughs> really mess with except, some people? Except yeah, Brigitte. Like Brigitte's shield is literally just a a stun machine. Its yes. amount of protection is worthless. Yeah. Um, I really think they nerfed her shield too bad, but. Um, what was I going to say? It's just all these changes they could make and that's mm -hmm. fine. But at the same time, I think there's this thing in the back of all the developers head where there's the idea that it will, it will solve itself in time if you don't mess with it. Because why do we play tank and healer so much? Half of it is because, um, you know, we always need one back before Q, but now it's just appropriate because it's easier to Q. So before people would just be willing to not play the right character because they wanted to play damage, but they weren't punished for that. But new players that come into the game are more likely to play heals or tank because of that Q. So there's this idea that I guess it will fix itself over time because Naturally, people will probably queue into what's fastest if they don't care. I think the problem with the game right now is the stubborn, uh, like original players that are just wanting to play damage. And there's just so many of those people. And I'm not sa I'm not saying that everyone's wrong for playing damage. I'm just saying that because because there was not roll queue for such a long time, it's like letting a bunch of kids go unkept for a long time and then expecting them to behave. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So <laughs> if, if there were no rules for such a long time, of course it's developed its own problem, but over time it would fix itself. But the problem is I think people are just not patient enough for it to fix itself because, you know, people are probably like not wanting to play the game anymore because they have to wait 10 minutes to queue in his damage. But 
you know, if you didn't care that people left the game, which of course they care, yeah, um, it would fix itself because everyone that couldn't stand playing 10 minutes would go out of queue and then the queues would kind of even out. This is under the assumption that tank players play tank because they want to play it, not under the assumption that when they see 10 minutes, they don't play it. So okay. it is only, you know what I'm saying? This is only kind of, what I'm saying is only half true. So like if all of those extra people that didn't want to wait a long time for damage quit the game and all of the minutes of queue time were the same, the question is how many tank and healers would decide to play damage because they'd never seen damages queue that low. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like would it, would it keep creating the same problem? And I don't really know the answer to that, but I believe that half of the problem is because there just was not it, there was just no rules on queue for such a long time that that's why it's in the state that it's in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I think I could have said that a little bit more concise. <laughs> no, you're doing fine, dude. I totally get what you're saying. Okay. So that was not really what I was talking about. I was just talking about there's those new game modes in Overwatch. I got really off track. But what else I played this week was, um, I played the new Animal Crossing, which I didn't. I haven't played nearly as much as other people. Like it's ridiculous how much people have played. Um, I have a few friends that already have houses, and I'm just like, man, I've <laughs> only got to play a couple of hours. It feels like. Yeah. So um, I'm way behind in Animal Crossing, but I'm enjoying every second that I'm playing it so far. It's really relaxing, and it's really an escape from reality. And I know that's why people are really loving it right now. Oh, absolutely. Um, the other game I played that was new to me, but it's not a new game. It's uh, new to Game Pass, not too new, maybe in the month. It's called Two Point Hospital. And basically what you do is you run a hospital and you hire, you know, all the doctors and nurses and you build the hospital and you have to run all the numbers. So it's like a sim kind of builder. Um, think almost prison architect but for me it was a lot more addictive than prison architect yeah um and i don't know i i got kind of hooked on it pretty fast and no no hate on animal crossing but that game like is a lot easier to play for hours upon hours like animal crossing you can play for hours but eventually you start feeling the time yeah. I think I accidentally played Two Point Hospital for maybe four hours and didn't realize it because I remember I started playing and then it was like 1 a.m. and I didn't even realize I was playing that long. But it's a really fun game. Uh, it's got a lot of humor. I really like the animation. So if you look up uh, screenshots of the game, the animation is like you decided to make a CG version of Ardman Claymation. So it looks yeah. a lot like Walsh and Gromit and Chicken Run and that yeah, type of yeah. style. Yeah, I was watching some of the gameplay on it. I, I thought it looked pretty cool. Yeah, it's got like a little fun, sarcastic tone too to it. One of the funniest things is if a patient dies, they haunt the hospital so that you have to hire special janitors that know how to capture ghosts. Oh, wow. So first I didn't have a janitor that could capture ghosts, so I had a bunch of ghosts just are all around my hospital scaring all my patients, which then makes them not want to stay within <laughs> lowers revenue and all that stuff. So yeah, it, it's pretty cool. Time moves ridiculous in the game. Um, I was laughing. I think I played multiple years in an hour. 
I've never seen a clock on a game move this fast, but uh, there's people who will take a whole day to like go to the bathroom because the time on the game moves so fast. Like the calendar is just constantly moving, but um, (laughs) um, it's a pretty cool game. It's pretty straightforward. I do recommend playing it Uh, for simulators. It's really easy to get into. Um, Usually games like this, if you've not played the genre of, games like this it's takes a while to get a hang of what you're doing but this game it doesn't like hold your hand too much in a sense but it really walks you through it really well it's got a really good tutorial sense to it and it's really obvious what steps you have to take to do certain things so um really good game design i think it won probably some awards when it came out because i was looking a little into it after i played it um i was actually surprised i hadn't heard of it but that's probably because it was a pc game um, and I wasn't a PC gamer back when it came out probably. So <laughs> that's why I didn't hear about it, but, um, really recommend it for game pass. I'm trying to think if I played anything else this week, but I think those are the three mains that I played. What'd you play this week? Uh, actually I just kind of got back into a game that I used to play. God feels like a hundred years ago, but world of Warcraft, uh, started playing that again. And, uh, <laughs> understand why I got hooked on it in the first place. I'm having a lot of fun setting up my guys, setting up my characters and uh, looking <laughs> at leveling a couple more. And uh, my my nephews actually play the game and mm-hmm. I was very surprised to find that out. So yeah, it's kind of cool. Something that I've been um, that I've been playing with for a while and find out that there's some younger family members that actually get into it. Yeah. Uh, it's really funny that you're talking about it like like <laughs> it's like falling in love again. <laughs> you went back to your first love. Yeah, it is, man. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, it, when I when I loaded it up, I didn't realize that, you know, I thought I had given up on the uh, subscription and everything. And when I loaded it up, um, everything was there. You know, I just uh, apparently I've been paying the subscription, didn't even know it. But um Oof. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I still love it. Yeah. It's I, in you the know, past. take my money. But uh yeah, uh I I I loved it. I mean everything looking at my old character, my old uh, fairy warrior, I just I was like, oh man, and then I, I played with him a little bit and got him all set back up, his rotation and whatnot, and then uh um went and checked out my uh death knight and I was like, Oh man, yep, yep, here we go, here we go all back into it so uh, i'm i'm fixing to uh, level up a priest i've got quite a few uh, characters that are already at level 110 and the highest you can go i think is 120 right now so uh yeah i'm uh, fixing fixing to uh uh get that going again i know they have a new, new expansion that's uh, down the road i'm probably going to end up pre-purchasing that so <laughs> how many expansions do they have a year i feel like they have an expansion at least once a year Oh no, no. There's been uh some where they they skipped several years. I mean they have uh God, right now it's uh I wanna say six. Oh. <laughs> six expansions. Okay. Seven. Yeah. Um and in my in my personal opinion, and somebody may disagree with me, and that's fine if you do, you know, go ahead and send a message to Caterpie. But in my uh my personal one, it's been <laughs> wrath of the lich king 
uh, that was my favorite expansion. I thought that was one of the meatiest, uh, one of the most difficult and uh, challenging and everything that happened with it. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, one of my trivia questions has to do with uh, everything that's going on today. And uh, one of the things that happened in World of Warcraft. So we'll have to go ahead and we'll look at that. Okay. <laughs> I was looking at some questions for you and I was laughing about how hard they were. There's some ridiculously hard ones. Oh, there's some very difficult questions out there. Yeah. Okay. What else did you play? Is that it? That was it really. Um, you know, just the usual stuff, uh, you know, Warzone and stuff like that, which is just phenomenal. It's free to play. I'd suggest you get it. It's a lot of fun. It really is. And uh, they are making a lot of changes to it. So check it out. Cool. Cool. Um, Let's go ahead and do the trivia before okay. people lose interest in the show. Sure. <laughs> I actually have two questions for you, buddy. Oh my God. Okay. And the first one has to do with World of Warcraft. Uh, what was the name of the virtual pandemic that struck the world of Warcraft in 2005? Um, now, I'm aware of this. I think we've even talked about it on the show, but I don't remember the name. Uh, I'm going to go with... Um, I don't know. Rastafarianism. <laughs> <laughs> it's called corrupted blood. Uh, it was, okay, okay, it was, okay. it was uh, intentionally introduced to the world of Warcraft by its programmers. And, uh, but it, you know, it was sent out via one of the main protagonists of the game. And basically what it did is it spread out of control and um, they had to, make patches and resets in order to get rid of this virus that they put into the game. And it was a, it was a virtual pandemic is what it was. And actually uh, this was, you know, like I said, back in 2005, the CDC actually studied this because it mm -hmm. moved from NPC to, you know, a character that you controlled um, so rapidly and almost exactly like a uh, virus. So, yeah, it was uh, studied by the CDC as far as how viruses uh, can spread so quickly. Sounds and, like a uh, pretty topical question. You just <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> it was pretty neat. But yeah, I figured you know we're uh, we're in that kind of a situation right now. So let's get to a more fun question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is the last one I'm going to ask you, but I thought this was interesting, dude. Nintendo began as a company selling what products? Um, so they were a board game company. I think they sold cards yep. or it was Mahjong. You're right. It was playing cards. It was, it was cards, for a game called cards. Hanafuda. And they were founded back in 1889. I can't believe they've been around that long. That's crazy. And uh, they That's were crazy. making uh, traditional I... Japanese playing cards called Hanafuda. Okay. Yeah. Good job, cool. buddy. Cool. I'm half halfway. I'm fifty percent impressed. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, what do I got for you? 
With more than 80 million copies sold, what was the best-selling game on the Nintendo Wii? With more than 80 million copies sold? <laughs> yes. It's the best-selling game for the Nintendo Wii. For the Nintendo Wii. 80 million copies sold. It has to have something to do with Mario, man. Some um, Mario Kart game. Do you want a hint? Sure. <laughs> it has to do with how easy it was to get. With how easy so it doesn't. It, it doesn't necessarily game? have to be the best game, even. Or a popular game. It could have just been easy to get a hold of. Oh, God, I don't know. Donkey Kong? <laughs> no. Um, it. Let me, let me give you another hint. It relies heavily on motion controls, which was introduced on the Wii. Dance something? That's a good guess. Um, it was actually Wii Sports. And that would have been my next guess if you give me oh. another hint. <laughs> but no, you're all out of them, aren't you? I'm all out of them. I'm all out of them. I would have probably just I would have said it had to do with outdoors. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no, the one of the main reasons it sold so well was I think you could get the game packaged with an extra controller and it was like basically a $10 game if you uh, bought it with the controller. So that combo pack was sold like crazy. Everybody wanted that extra controller. So they got that's right. that game. Yeah. So it really boosted its sales. And um, I think sometimes the Wii was even packaged with it. So it was constantly boosted. And Wii Sports is by far the best-selling Wii game. Very cool. Um, I'm trying to find one that I think you can get. Oof. This one's even hard. Um, but... <laughs> By what name is the serial killer known in Heavy Rain? Are you familiar with that game? Uh, no. Okay. Um, then I guess I just have one question for you. <laughs> I'll tell you the answer to that question. By then. what rain for... is the serial killer in Heavy Rain known as? Yeah. I don't know. Uh... It was a PlayStation 3 exclusive, so that's probably why you are not aware of it. I don't know. I want to say Sebastian Ukulele. No, it was the Origami Killer. Whatever. So. Whatever. Fold some <laughs> fucking paper and it kills somebody. Screw you. Stupid okay. names. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Next week, I will get you a question that I'm positive you'll get and a question that I'm positive you won't. It'll be bipolar. Okay. And watch you mix them up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make my questions extremely difficult. If they're about Warcraft, I'm going to miss them. That's what she just did today. <laughs> okay. Um, what's so funny, what's so embarrassing about the Warcraft question you gave me was that that's probably one of the few Warcraft questions I could have got right. <laughs> that's like one of the few things I actually know about Warcraft. And well, that's why I asked and I figured, it. yeah, he'd probably know about this one. Yeah, but I it just, was still I difficult. Didn't, I didn't you know what? I don't even remember it right now. I have no idea what it was called. What was it? The blue, black lung? Corrupted black blood. Plague. Corrupted blood. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, let's get on to the news since that's what people pay us for. We're getting paid. 
Uh, first thing of news that I have is um, this is an issue that I slightly touched on when we talked about dreams. Um, it was the issue of people were recreating copyrighted characters within dreams. Yeah. Yeah. And I was wondering basically what was going to happen with that. Well, this last week, uh, Nintendo basically contacted Sony and told Sony to shut down several games basically that had Mario in it. And uh, of course, Nintendo was the first to act. Um, we always joke about their lawyers being like ridiculously crazy yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and quick to take down anything. Uh, you don't yes. really mess with Nintendo property. Um, but um, it does They've bring up some questions. Since 1989, bro. Right. <laughs> they know some shit. Um, <laughs> their lawyers are the same lawyers from this from that time, <laughs> like eternal beings. Um, eternal but no. shogun lawyer. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, with dreams, there's it's. I want to say there's kind of a gray area, and I think a lot of people think there's a gray area here, but they yeah. have to understand that there's a huge non-gray area, and the gray area is. Should Nintendo take down someone's game that they created, even though it has images that look like characters that they own, should they take it down when someone else created it completely? Also, it is not for sale because they're just being posted to this game that allows you to see other people's creations. You're not paying for Mario. You're paying yeah. for the ability to make games, but it has... The ability to see it, other people's stuff. You just huh? said it, though. That's what they're going to go off of. You aren't paying f to play their game that they have copyrighted, but right. you are paying for the ability to create a game with copyrighted characters. Right. So they're going to find that kind of a loophole to get in there, dude. That's just right. lawyer speak right there. Now, now, see, here's the thing. I think, okay, so number one, I don't think Nintendo would care um, if you created a game in Dreams and did not post it and you just played it on your home console. But at the yeah, same time, may. would they even find out about it? <laughs> so why mm. would they care? Um, I think the main problem with this is distribution. Yeah. So if you have a copyrighted character and you created it in a game and you don't just invite people over to play it with you at home uh, and you distribute it online, I think that's where it's an easy non-gray area because even if you're not making money off of it, you are distributing it. And mm -hmm. I think that's where there's that. I not just think so that prepared. honestly, they're going to find any loophole they can to make sure that Sony does not, you know, use any of what they feel is their, you yeah. know, property. Right. So you might think that Sony's like, oh shit, we should act on this and make sure that there's no other uh, people on our service of dreams that are putting copyrighted material out there. Let's ho hope they don't do that. Let's hope they don't take down every single person that's recreated a game because there's jokes about how PT is always being recreated. Um, oh yeah. But no one else has come forward and acted like there's a problem with it. Not even Bethesda with the fallout stuff all over dreams. Um, it's surprising. That's the same that thing we said. Have a problem. You know? That was the same thing we said when G-Force came out, dude. And it was, who was it, EA? 
that that went after him first and were like, yeah, but nobody else has done it. And Blizzard's kind of a dick anyway, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then <laughs> next thing we know, every damn developer in the in the world is saying, hey, GeForce, we didn't give you permission to do this. Right. So we could be looking at the same kind of, for lack of a better word, pandemic in the gaming yeah. industry. But the thing is, yeah, you're funny. Don't worry. Um, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that it's more of, it's actually more of probably these other companies don't care, but when they see someone else flex, they're like, Oh, I guess we should not look like some chumps and they'll probably do it too. Cause I think that's what happened with the G force. Oh yeah. I think it was just, Oh, if they have a problem, I guess we should have a problem, you know? Yep. And that's what I think is going to happen is, is Nintendo flexed. So now everybody's going to flex. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so basically, we we already brought that up that we didn't know what was going to happen with that gray area of copyrighted characters on Dreams. But um, I guess Nintendo at least answered some of it, saying that, yeah. you know, they don't want it. <laughs> well, that's a no-brainer, <laughs> though. I'm actually yeah. surprised we didn't hear about it earlier. It's been about two weeks since all that. Um Next thing in news I have is that the PlayStation 5 had its specs released and Uh they are very close to the Xbox uh, Series X, but there's multiple things where it is clearly weaker. And um, I think I would say it's underwhelming, but at the same time, um, I think that's why they haven't announced it yet. I think that's why Xbox jumped the gun, too. I think everybody was on the same page that Xbox was making the more powerful system. And that's why we haven't really heard that much about Sony's. Uh, Currently, the only thing that PlayStation is flexing is the loading times on booting up games and stuff. They're saying that their UI is really fast. Um, Uh But to be honest, um, that's not that big of a deal. I mean, it kind of is. But the the Series X is going to have such a faster UI in comparison to current generation that you may not notice a difference between the PS5 and the Series X because they're both going to be miles ahead of the current generation's ability to go between apps and between games that you're going to think they're both lightning fast. You're not going to be like, oh, man, this feels so slow compared to the PlayStation 5. Um, the thing that you're really going to notice is those other specs like the um, actual RAM being more powerful in the Series X and the teraflops being um, higher in the Series X. Um, and those are the main things that you're going to actually see people talk about. I don't if they bring up UI, then that's just I think that's minor and cool. It is faster, maybe on the PlayStation 5. We don't really know yet. That's just specs talking. Um But at the same time, the bigger issue to me with the PlayStation 5 is the fact that it is so bad at backwards compatibility. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, it's not even going to be able to play all PlayStation 4 titles. (coughs) It's going to be select titles like the 360, where Xbox is slowly adding 360 titles. Um, PlayStation is apparently going to slowly add PS4 titles. And I don't know, like... With the Series X saying that it's going to be able to play all Xbox One games day one and remain with 
also the ability to play 360 games that have already been cross compatible and Mm -hmm. all of the OG Xbox games that they've been adding to like it's it's ridiculous and we had fanboys of PlayStation hoping that I mean it's just high hopes every time they release a console recently um, when the PlayStation 4 was going to come out um, I remember everyone was like oh it's it's going to be backwards compatible you're going to be able to play PlayStation 1 games and that didn't happen and then I remember when they started talking about the PlayStation 4 Pro I remember hearing more rumors where people were like, oh, it's going to be able to play the first PlayStation games, PlayStation 2 games. And that didn't happen either. Like, it was kind of a joke. And with the PlayStation 5 on, you know, the horizon, um, people were once again going, oh, there's rumors that it's going to be able to play all PlayStation games. And then, yeah. you know, it's just like, you know, that's really not going to happen. And I was really hoping that Sony would, prove me wrong and they didn't and not only did they not prove me wrong i was actually thinking that it was going to play all playstation 4 games because at least that would be them matching what xbox is kind of doing now where you can buy a playstation 5 and not worry about losing your entire library that you've built up on your ps4 but no you will you'll only have select titles and i i can't believe they they undershot that because I was like, it's not going to play everything, but it, it's going to play what you are used to playing, but it's not. And I don't know, maybe they're trying to sell people on the PlayStation now service where they want you to just be cloud uh, gaming anyway. I mean, okay, but <laughs> why, why doesn't it just let you play your PlayStation four titles? And I understand that they're, the consoles are totally different and they have to make sure it's compatible. But why is Microsoft so much better at it? Yeah. And it just doesn't make any sense. Um, I think Microsoft has made a complete 180 since their failed launch, the Xbox One. Oh, yeah. And I think that they are completely doing things that the actual consumers want. And I think the PlayStation 5. The only thing right now that is going for it is it's probably going to be the cheaper one on the market. And yeah, the only thing that they have even going for them at all compared to uh, the Xbox Series X is their SSD. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing that they have going for it. And, and to me, that's just not enough. And what you said just a second ago hit the nail on the head, dude. Microsoft has given the consumer what they've asked for. Yeah. I mean, and it's just from everything that I've seen on the on the two uh, features from both from both uh, systems, PlayStation 5, just, you know, yeah, is it an upgrade from PlayStation 4? Yes, of course it is. But is it worth it? You know? I mean, some people are going to say that it's a minimal difference, but I really don't think so. Yeah. I think the main thing that's going for the PlayStation 5 right now is the here's the thing is if their SSD is what they're saying it is, then they may be the same price. And then that's bad because I think the only thing going for the PlayStation right now is the idea that it could be cheaper. And if it's not cheaper, then boy, do they they don't look the same. (laughs) Um, Yeah, they don't look like they're the same priced system. If you look at the specs of the Xbox uh, Series X, it's just insane. I don't know how they're going to keep it under 600, um, much less like a 500 is the market. Like it has to be 500 
from a market point of view, but there's no way that that's what they can sell it for. So I don't know. Um, I'm still hoping that they make the like S version, the series S where it'll be like a more stripped down version of it. That's like, oh, I probably will. Um, but I think all that's going for PlayStation right now is exclusive titles mm-hmm. and it's possibly cheaper price. I mean, the UI, the UI being faster because the SSD. Okay. But, um, not that big of a deal to me. Is it going to be that noticeable? That's what I'm saying. I was, I don't think it's going to be that noticeable because of the leap of generation being that much stronger. I don't think you're going to notice that because they're both going to be miles ahead of what you already have. Yeah. And you would only notice if you had them next to each other. And on top of that, you can say what you want about exclusive titles for PlayStation. But yeah. who cares if they keep insulting their fans by not allowing you to play older games? You know, exactly like, like it means you're going to have to keep your PS4 in good working condition to yeah. keep playing all your good PS4 titles. Mm-hmm. So what that essentially does is cool. They have all these great developers and they'll have all these great games in the future. But day one launch of PlayStation 5, they have no cool titles besides whatever they launched day one. Xbox One is going to have every one of their exclusives that they've had for like the last decade. <laughs> and all included in Game Pass. All included for $10 a month. It's so insane. And PlayStation's going to be just sitting there with maybe two to three launch titles, you know? Like... It's crazy. And PlayStation is going to make you buy The Last of Us 2 twice. Like, I hope it's one of those titles yeah, that is yeah. is cross-compatible. I, mean, I hope that if you buy Last of Us 2 in June, that you can still play it, you know, in November. <laughs> yeah. That's just crazy. But um, I don't know. That's about all I have to say about that. Um, it's, it's just an underwhelming announcement. And it's kind of what I think a lot of people were expecting because they were so quiet and it was like Microsoft knew they had the better console. So, you know, they've just been flexing since November, you know? <laughs> um, so I got two more pieces of news. Let me hit them real quick. Um, yeah, man. let me do the, I, I think the second one's funnier. So let me do the, um, uh, new horizons news. So, um, animal crossing new horizons, is officially the best-selling first-week game for the Switch in the UK. Yeah. Um, like, period. Uh, the only way it can be beat is if you combine Sword and Shield by Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But technically, they're different games. Um, and these numbers are only physical sales. So what's funny about this is, although like the whole world is being quarantined, yeah. the UK <laughs> just beat its physical sales... Uh, record for the switch that means people were either going to their mailbox or going to a store or they were Mm -hmm. all getting out of their house to get these and it outsold um you know any other switch title first week so uh new horizons is probably going to make a lot of game of the year lists oh Um, yeah but for sure it's going to make best selling games of the year like crazy the digital downloads alone dude i mean don't they have the ability to do that yeah, they do, but I don't think they've released those numbers yet. So it's going to yeah. be ridiculous. When well, you I mean, find think out about how this. many it's actually sold. We just talked about stream or uh, Steam. 
and yeah. how many concurrent players were online, and it was 20 million. It just went over 21 million on Friday, dude. <laughs> so, I mean, it keeps going up. That was concurrent players at one time on Steam. 21 freaking million, dude. I mean, it's insane. And people people want to say that, oh, yeah, nobody plays games, blah, blah, blah. You know, get it through your head. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they freaking do, man, because there's a lot of people right now. That's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. It's almost like you're saying that games are essential. <laughs> they are. They are essential, dude. I think they are. I mean, they're essential to a lot of things. You know, it's uh, that's that's actually one thing I'm going to bring up in a couple of weeks is do, is do how think, they do benefit you and all the ways that they benefit you. Do you think game stores are essential? Game stores? Yeah, you know, serving essential the resources. Com- yeah, according serving to the, the community. Yeah, serving the community. You know, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, so, of course not. They're not. Well, so does GameStop. <laughs> Have you heard about all this drama about GameStop? Yes. Yes, I have. It's ridiculous. So when everyone was basically ordered to close if they were not essential, um, you know, and how would you explain essential? Essential would be food, uh, water, uh, toiletries, that kind of thing. The the, uh, medicines. Yeah, Yeah. the basic things that you need to get through life. Hospitals. (laughs) Yeah. Grocery stores, grocery stores, uh, you know, banks, just the drive throughs. I think those are an essential still, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know. Yeah. 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 Well, GameStop thought that they were essential, too, which was making a lot of their employees very angry um, because GameStop sent out an email to all their managers of their stores with basically a letter that they were to present to law enforcement if law enforcement told them to oh, yeah. close. It was a, basically a letter that said that GameStop saw themselves as a essential, that uh, video games are that essential that <laughs> GameStop needs to serve their community, basically. Oh, and, yeah. Um, I just printed out several of those letters, actually, for my employees. So... <laughs> <laughs> so... What's crazy about this is just imagine being a manager of a GameStop and you're making probably like $11, maybe less, $10 maybe, um, an hour. (laughs) And you're being asked to not only come into work, but you're being asked to basically tell law enforcement that you have the right to be open even when they're telling you that the government says that you can't. (laughs) <laughs> so this boiled to the point where in Pennsylvania, GameStop lost their uh, business license throughout the entire state. Oh, yeah. Because of violations. And uh, I guess it took that to give GameStop a wake up call besides their whole community blowing up at them from the ground level up. Um, and now they've decided to basically pull it back a little bit and now they're only doing <laughs> online orders <laughs> online orders and you can select pick up in store and you would drive contactless up. delivery service at yeah. all stores yeah so basically i think they open the door and throw it outside and then they Pretty close much. the door nice type spiral they kind of look at you to make sure you get it and if you don't i guess they'll start hollering but um Catch the ball, Nancy boy. That's what they're going to yell at you. And, of course, you can throw it back and they won't catch it either. But, yeah. 
I think what's funny about this is the solution of being drive up and throw things out of the window um, mm-hmm. is probably what they should have done day one. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but the thing is, if you look at their numbers, um, GameStop has been like borderline bankruptcy uh, for the last couple of years. And they were in a really bad spot. But this last couple of weeks has been like the best weeks they've had. These are like oh, better yeah. than Christmas. So oh, they're yeah. having really good uh, they're sales. They're doing double. They're doing <laughs> double, yeah. Right. So they're <laughs> so they were trying to hold on as long as they could, I guess. Even if yeah. it meant, you know, the government stepping in and being like, what the fuck's wrong with y'all? <laughs> but they're trying as hard as they could. I mean, you can't blame them because at the same time, this company's doing so bad that, um, you know, if they just close their doors, they'd probably never reopen. Um, now, this is a joke that I've been kind of saying about other businesses where I'm wondering if they can ever reopen. Not in a, I'm not being like evil in a sense that I'm laughing about it, but there are. Yeah some businesses where I'm just like, I don't know if they can recover. And one of the main things that I've also thought of, which is ironic. I know we don't try to get into religion on this podcast, but I've wondered if like churches can survive because I've always joked that if you don't go to church like once and you were constantly going, then it's really easy not to go the next week. So if you can't go to church for like (laughs) a couple of months, how many of these people you think are going to be like, you know what? I really miss going to church. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds really bad, but at the same time, it's like, like it's not skipping a week. Like people who are used yeah. to doing something, you get in a routine basically. So you if do. You're used you to do. doing the same thing. And I'm even talking about, it doesn't even have to be religious. It could be clubs and stuff. That's if you true. like go and volunteer at something every Saturday or something, you're just in the routine. But if you get used yeah. to not being there, you're just like, you know what? Saturday's not doing anything. You are pretty cool too. But like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know if, I don't know if places like that can survive places that are not, well, this is going to be bad <laughs> places that are not necessary. I'm not saying volunteering isn't necessary, but I'm saying things that you don't have to do. Oh God. The hate mail is coming. <laughs> things that you don't have to do. Basically. I'm really trying to tread lightly here. Um, it's going to be really hard to restart up that um, routine because, you know, you're just used to not doing anything, you know. Um, I don't know. It's just something to think about the fact that um, I guess the positive way that I can't get hate mail about this is saying that just remember when everything opens back up to go visit those places that may struggle with this issue, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. I'm being positive. There we go. You're being very positive. (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, That's all I had this week for news. Um, I I thought the GameStop one was ridiculous. Um, um, Also, I do know that the people who can't come into work now, um, this isn't really important to other people. But if you think they were being really ridiculous about that, they are giving people two weeks paid um, if they can't come into work. Because, you know, obviously... Throwing something out the door is a one-man job now. <laughs> oh, so yeah, they're, absolutely. they're definitely not going to have a full staff there to do that, especially if Hell, they can train a monkey to do that, dude. Save right. the save the payroll. Spend bananas. What are they? Buck 41 a pound? Something like that? Yeah. You know what, though? Why? Why would you do that? I get from a 
from a market standpoint, it's keeping people at home. So it yes. helps the quarantine if you pay them to stay at home. But I mean, this company's almost bankrupt. Why wouldn't they just have them come in if they wanted to? Why are they giving everyone paid time off? I see. And that's yeah. I mean, so but it's you got to remember paid there. You know, <laughs> they can they can say it's voluntary if you want to come in and still make money. But that's the thing, though, dude, it's voluntary. And most people are going to say, well, screw it. I'm not coming in then because I'm going to get paid anyway. So why would I? Right. You know, it's, I think it's just absolutely. They're, they're probably yeah. trying to play their cards right because they know this is going to last more than two weeks, which it already has. Oh, yeah. Um, so they're probably like, if we give them two weeks paid time off to stay at home, then we never have to pay them again. <laughs> I look <clears throat> I look at it this way, too. I mean, I don't mind being one of the essential resources that they've listed and having to go to work because, ugh, excuse me. Uh, because of part overworked. of the thing is, you know, most, most families are two income families. Right. I mean, let's face facts. You know, a lot of us, that's what we do. And we, we all live paycheck to paycheck. We have a little bit of savings, but the majority of the time it's paycheck to paycheck. Um, now in my instance, Kiki, her uh, doctor's office, she's going to be working Monday and Tuesday, but then they're they're closed until further notice. Now, this is a doctor's office that's closing and not taking any new patients or any of the other patients, because, you know, of course, if there's an emergency, of course, they're going to probably go. The doctor will go do his job, but their office doesn't need to be opened. So that's an income that we're going to be losing. Now, so I'm grateful for the fact that they consider us an essential resource. I mean, I'm in a small little rinky dink grocery store, but we, you know, do so much in volume that we're we we show that, yes, you know, they need us there because we've been actually able to keep people in some food sources, you know, when other stores don't have it. So it's also going to help me and Kiki. You know what I mean? We'll be able to pay our bills just like you. You're you're probably considered an essential resource. So you're going to be able to do yeah. that. And that's one of the biggest things that I've been wondering is what's going to happen to these people that if it doesn't get extended, how are they going to pay their bills? Or is the government going to step in and say, you know, you you know, all you uh, all you uh, <laughs> uh, fucking uh, uh, electric companies and phone companies and everything else, you got to put everybody's bill on hold. I, I doubt they're going to do that. I mean, I nobody's. Yeah, gonna, I don't think they can. Yeah. No, they can't. So you're going to end up with people with electricity shut off. You know, yes, <laughs> I think these companies are going to come back and say, hey, you know, we're going to try to work with you guys. But you're still going to have a lot of people they have that are going to have some of their amenities shut off, man, because right. of the fact that they can't pay it. So. <laughs> so yeah. there's you touched on something a little bit. Let me interject this real quick. Sure. Um, a lot of. Schools, oh, and by the way, the microphones went ahead and switched, by the way. Oh my god <laughs> yeah so it may sound funny um so um what was i saying oh schools a lot of schools have canceled oh yeah and um i'm guessing that basically they don't want to be out of work so they're doing online a lot of schools mm-hmm. are doing online which i have no problem with but um they're running into an issue with people that are not in college because you could, ex- you can say college kids, like you have to be, a w- have a way to get online. Like just tell yeah. them that. And they have to, yes. But for like elementary school and high uh, school middle kids. school and high school, yeah. like you can't expect all these people have internet access much. There's less. some of them that don't. Yeah. Right. 
and much less even if they had internet access, they may only have a smartphone, which may not be a great way of like typing papers or watching uh, instructional videos or something. Uh, they may not have a computer or an iPad. They may just mm-hmm. have like one smartphone or two smartphones in the house, and that's not a great way to do schoolwork. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, and, and what was funny about it was they sent out um, Cameron School sent out um, like letters asking for people to say if they had internet or a computer or something to like I guess get a poll. But at the same yeah. t- time. Even if one person doesn't qualify, like you can't expect everyone to get on board with that because then that's just allowing one person to not be included, you know, to fail. Yeah, right. And I understand that they're really trying to get their paycheck, but at the same time, well, I don't think it's necessarily just about that, though. Because I I was talking to some teachers who came in and I was asking them about that. And I said, look, I understand that, you know, you guys want to still get paid and everything and and you want to work. But I go, is this really going to benefit them? And and they said, look, the main concern that the school had, that the schools had. And of course, yes, pay our paychecks. we're, We're always thinking about that in the back of our heads. But they said that their main concern was making sure that the students kept up with the curriculum so that they could go to the next grade the next year and not just get a free pass, but actually learn something and complete it. And so that the seniors this year could actually graduate. I mean, seniors already don't learn anything their last year of high school. Well, (laughs) there's a few of them that do. I still have some hope for this world. (laughs) I don't think you do anything your last year of high school. It's just a joke. I know I it's didn't. Just, it's just a big like parade, and then there's the one valedictorian that worked their ass off at things they didn't have to do. That everybody um, threw shit at. Yeah, but basically, um, I I don't know because I was saying that let's say it lasts a while. This yeah. whole shutdown. Yeah. Why don't you just do the rest of the semester in the summer? I don't know why people are acting like they can't touch the summer with school. That makes no sense to me. Exactly. Like, yeah. If we're shut down right now, guess what? This is our summer. I know it sucks. You can't go on vacation, but for the sake of scholastics, and if you care so much about the kids, just start it back up when we can. I don't understand why they're acting like a couple of months is going to like destroy like the economy. I can see your point. It's, the economy is already destroyed. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm saying that just waiting a few months doesn't matter, but. Yeah. If it turns into I like August that. or something, then we have to seriously be starting to think about how do we make sure that these kids can still get educated because we're still shut down and it's been, you know, six months, you know, that's when I would be more like into that. But like right now I'm laughing at these things that are saying, do you have internet access? I'm wondering if like the paper and the postage was paid for by Suddenlink. You know, the internet provider in this town. <laughs> Sponsored but, by Suddenlink. Yeah, it's like, do you have internet? Uh, also, uh, we put in this uh, 20% off Suddenlink for your first month also with uh, Altice One, you know. You're just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't I don't need internet, you know. But um, yeah, it's just funny to like suddenly act like everyone is required to have internet and then like wonder, like, is, is, there, is there someone else playing under the table, you know. That sounds bad, yeah. playing under the table at you. Um, <laughs> let me finish my news. Um, we can segue to whatever you were talking about. Were you already talking about yours? Uh, no, huh? No, I was just, uh, How I was we, getting we were notes still talking on about what GameStop? we were. 
Yeah, okay, I was okay. getting Rooster notes on the GameStop stuff, uh, the Nintendo Dreams, and uh, everything okay, that you've okay, been okay. talking about is what I got notes on. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, what you got? That was it. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> that was it, bro. It's been a very, it's been a very slow, slow news week. I know there's some killer game deals going on out there. With, uh, I believe it was Epic Games is mm-hmm. giving away. Um, what was I told? Uh, gosh darn it. Well, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a cool game, so go get it. Uh, Epic Games <laughs> is giving away <laughs> some pull, games. Let me pull it up. Uh, I think uh, Steam is giving away uh, Tomb Raider, uh, the new one. Uh, the, well, it's not new. I mean, it came out in, what, 2013? But it's the one that coincides with the younger version. It's an origin story oh, uh, for, sweet. for Lara Croft. Uh, so they're giving that one away. I've almost bought, bought this game so many times. The Stanley Parable is what's free. From who? Epic Game Store right now. Uh, there, no, nah, there was a different one, and somebody really, was mentioning it. It's a really good game. Well, it may have already expired. <laughs> um, let me see. Let me see what this one's good for. This one's good till the twenty sixth. What's today? <laughs> uh, the twenty first. The twenty third. Twenty first was Saturday. So up until the 26th, the Stanley Parable is free, and so is Watch Dogs. Is that what you were talking about? Watch Dogs, yes. Okay, well, I feel like I have Watch Dogs on everything. But if you don't have Watch Dogs, yeah, it's free. <laughs> That's a good game, too, man. It's a good game. Yeah, Stanley Parable is amazing, though. So Yes. Play that. But yeah, in case I don't <laughs> edit out every time that I accidentally thought Mike had news and was not talking about... This, he didn't actually get oh, the same all, news buddy. that I got. Not at all. I mean, I coughed I don't know how many times thinking I muted my mic and the damn camera was the one recording me the entire time, not my microphone. So it's going to sound funny, folks, when you're listening, because I probably sound like I'm far away in a room somewhere. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, guess who that is? It's Hill House. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, a lot of it, it, I mean, like, yeah, that's yeah, we had mic issues. Um, I had issues with Mike and <laughs> yeah, I had issues with Mike too. And, um, on top of all that, <laughs> yes, as I predicted, uh, I hate that I'm right, but the news is really dead because everything's about the coronavirus and it's, it's old news that just keeps saying things are yeah. delayed they keep because repeating it's things, just yeah. understood. Yeah. It's like. Who even cares if something's like delayed or shut down? Because like, yeah, duh. <laughs> Gaming news like toilet paper is wiped out. But a bump. Streamer, streamer, streamer. Shout out! Oh my god! Oh my god! All right, guys. This week's streamer shout out goes to Sassy Vixen on DLive.tv. That's DLive.tv slash Sassy Vixen. Go check her out, guys. She is a variety streamer, been streaming since, I believe, May of 2019 on DLive. She hasn't looked back. I believe she used to be a part of Twitch back in the day, uh, but she has gone to DLive, uh, has a great channel over there, guys, a whole bunch of followers. Um, I suggest you go check her out. She's a variety streamer, plays a lot of Apex, Modern Warfare, uh, and uh, Modern Warfare on PC. Um, and guys, I've seen some phenomenal, 
gameplay. Uh, this lady is a beast with a sniper rifle, so go check her out for sure. Um, she does like to play some uh, Overwatch. She likes to play some Dead by Daylight. So there is a variety there, guys, but um, I really do recommend you check her out playing Modern Warfare and Apex. Uh, she is a beast, so go check her out, guys. DLive.tv slash Sassy Vixen. You will not be disappointed. And that is our streamer shout-out for the week. Okay. <laughs> Well, uh, it's been great catching up with all you. Um, yeah. Wish I could hug you through your ears. That sounds weird. I'm hugging you now in my mind. <laughs> Court order can't hold this back, people. Speaking of, <laughs> um, we'll catch y'all next week and uh, stay girthy. Stay girthy. <laughs> so after you tell someone that you're hugging them. <laughs> with my mind. <laughs> I'm holding you in my head. And a court order can't take this away. <laughs> what the fuck? There's something wrong with me. 